diabetes. I'll make a rap song with that. Alright, um, I'll look up some news somehow on my phone or something in a minute. Uh, you can hear me okay? Everything's good? I, I hear you very, very well. Okay, the microphone is not picking you up as well as I would like. Um, okay. Happy, whatever, Tuesday. It is October the 1st, 2019, and I'm Eric. Talking at you from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where my answers can't be wrong because I rarely ever pay attention to the questions. <laughs> yeah, that's spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> it is a... Uh, Freezing cold night in uh, Kelowna, British Columbia. How, how's uh, Milton tonight? You, you guys are in the middle of a heat wave on October first. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Uh, today it was like fucking kind of sweltering, sticky hot, what? and it's uh, a nice balmy 22 degrees at 11:30 that night. That is ridiculous. And here I got a weather report before we went on the air that it's eight degrees, but it feels like seven. <laughs> And I was outside, I could tell. I was like, there's no way this is more than seven. Something's up here. You're trying to tell me it's eight. Bullshit. It's a, I, number one, I've said before, when they do, oh, it's, it's minus ten, but it feels like minus twenty. Well, then it's fucking minus twenty. That's all that matters is what it feels like. But I, I, I highly doubt anyone can tell. The difference between seven and eight. No one in the history of temperature has been like, "Oh, this can't be eight. This is seven for sure." So yeah, absolutely. There's just there's no no there's just, just no just news or uh, weather people just stop it. Weather people meteorologists are science. There's there's 25 apps on any given device now that do their job better than they do. Not only that, but it's usually on everybody's home screen. Yeah, like your your like whatever your device phone, comes with one the now. Time, there's who's messaging you, and there's the fucking weather. I mean, like <laughs> yeah, every single one. That's the first thing that pops up, and it's more accurate than network weather people. I have noticed that there is one particular weather um, um, app company, whatever the fuck they are, uh, that is definitely more accurate. Than the rest. You, AccuWeather. You AccuWeather. Yeah, you mentioned this once before. I I I don't know which one I have. That might be what I have on my phone. Um, AccuWeather is spectacular. I mean, it'll say it's gonna fucking rain between 
115 and 123, and I'm telling you, at 116, it fucking rains. That's impressive. It is insanely accurate. AccuWeather is fucking bang on. They nailed that. You know what I like about AccuWeather? It'll never get pregnant. (laughs) Every hot weather girl ends up pregnant right after she gets the job. And then she's pregnant for like four years. I don't know how they do that. It's really frustrating. It is. Like, you know, you got hired because you're hot. The only reason we watch you is because you're hot. Don't get pregnant. Just ruins the whole thing. It it ruins everything for us. Ridiculous. Weather people in general. I still remember the best weather guy in the world was a guy named Anwar. He was the best. I don't know the name. Yeah, he was this fucking dude who was on uh, the Weather Network. Uh, I flipped it on one time, and they're just, it was just on sort of in the background. I don't remember the fuck we were doing, but you know, me and that flight person are playing games or some shit. And we caught this guy. We thought, wow, this guy's like really, he's just energetic. He's got a great personality. He's got a really good energy about him. He was just a lot of fun. And then, so we found out what his time slot, he only had like an eight-minute time slot. That, that was his. So every day at that time, or every evening at that time, we watched his, his weather report. And then the next thing you know, he wasn't on the weather report, and we were like, oh, where the fuck did he go? He picked up a major fucking, um, they put him on a, some major television show doing, or like, uh, on a news program. He was doing weather for a major news broadcast company. That's pretty cool. From an eight-minute time slot to his own fucking segment on a radio show, that was, or on a TV show, that was pretty awesome. That's still what I'm hoping for. Yeah. A spot on a regular radio show would be amazing. Um, that's always yeah. cool to see when, when like, small dudes make it like that. Yeah. Um, it, it makes you feel proud as a watcher, because you're like, I've been there for the last two weeks watching this guy, he deserves it. I would have loved to. <laughs> the only thing I went out of my way to watch that that's a thing in the past now was uh, Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. <laughs> they were, uh... Oh, <laughs> that's the, uh, the fitness thing. Uh, yeah, body, body break. break. Yeah. Body break, yeah. The that fact is. that they're divorced now, I just... If, they're not! Thing, isn't it? No, they're I looked, done. I, find on it. I would love to see them both start up again, like their own show. Because now they're divorced, it would be great to see them. They each have five minutes now. This is a body break without Hal and his mustache. <laughs> I think it'd be great if you found out that they broke out because they broke up because one got fat. <laughs> <laughs> He's just on there smoking. He's got like a twenty-year-old cheerleader with him. They did very poorly on The Amazing Race. That's the last thing I remember seeing them do. I didn't even know they were on The Amazing Race. They were on The Amazing Race Canada, which is the most budget fucking uh, reality show you've ever seen. Like The other Amazing Race is cool. They go around the world and they're in different countries doing weird shit. And The Amazing Race Canada, it's probably like an insurance thing. They only go around Canada. Well, and it's like race your your sense. clue is hidden in this wheat field. It's uh yeah, it's that thing that's not wheat. You can go find it there. And our, the prize is like Canadian tire money. You get like yeah. twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> for and a snowblower. I don't, that's all you get. Like the other one, you get like half a million. Yeah. Our reality you get a shows. A lot of are, money on the other one, but yeah, you get fuck off in Canada. Our reality shows are a little too real. They're all like the. CFL of reality shows. <laughs> it's very true. 
I'm gonna explode. You do Canadian TV because of the love for it, not for the fucking pay. You do everything in Canada because we love it. Um, yeah. No one ever gets paid to do anything, and we we don't even really get credit for it. No, not at all. Um, you can't have that. And we won't like uh, we make as much as we'll make when we get on CBC if if we get that. Um, they they make nothing. And that's another thing Andrew Shear plans on cutting if he wins um, in 19 days from today. Um, he plans on cutting more funding to the CBC, which means it's going to just be this hour as 22 minutes for 24 hours. <laughs> that's not good for anybody. No, you can't cut the funding anymore. With it. Just cancel the goddamn network. It's already a piece of crap. They've just stripped it down to, you get that, well, Shit's Creek won an Emmy, so now that's on 25 hours a day. Yep. Is for what's so the other one? What's that, that fucking variety one? Uh, you got Air Farce, and, uh, 22 Minutes, and some... Chinese one. Oh, the Kim's Convenience. Kim's Convenience. Yeah, right. that's popular, because it's racist. Yeah. <laughs> and we like our, uh... We like we like to be passively aggressively racist because we, we all are and like I like I said on that previous episode for some it's still okay to be racist toward Asians for some reason that they just get a pass like you do blackface and it's fucking terrible but you do like the Mickey Rooney in fucking Breakfast at Tiffany's and that's that's fine that's oh Mister Go Right to me <laughs> that's totally acceptable sure. yeah it's. Um... There's no, there's no explanation for it. Really they've made this sitcom that's just based on horrible stereotypes that I believe they're supposed to be Korean, but they just uh, meld all these Asian stereotypes into one fucking dude, and, and that's supposed to be a funny show. He doesn't understand. Like, oh, Netflix and chill. And that's, Why oh. am I chilling, my soda? <laughs> See? You haven't even seen it, and you get it. <laughs> Uh, Pardon me. Uh, CBC Radio is still acceptable. Um, they've got the debaters, which is still awesome. Where yeah. they get they get two comedians to debate a funny topic, and it's actually really good. It doesn't pay anything, but it's good exposure for if you want those twenty five fans that listen to CBC. <laughs> I've always wondered what a crazy Canadian fan would be like. You know, the Americans, they got the stalkers, and they got the fucking murderers and stuff. But, like, really, when it comes down to it, what's a, what's a crazy Canadian fan? Is it a guy well, that will actually say, hey, look, you're famous in the street? Like, I don't yeah, know. pretty much. Well, Gian Gomeshi got, got the worst of it. Um, Who? Gian Gomeshi is the highest paid celebrity on CBC Radio. He hosted the show called Q for years. It was a great show. Um, gave a lot of exposure to musicians that you wouldn't normally hear about. Not necessarily just Canadian ones, but he had a lot of good underground music that he showcased on that show. And he got wrapped up in the Me Too movement. Four women accused him. Four women allegedly on separate occasions accused him of um, sexual misconduct. He was instantly fired. Um, they all four were found to be lying. They were convicted of perjury, and his career is still ruined. So, go figure. And they were just—I guess—they were all one-night stands, and they were all bitter about it. So they got together on the internet and planned to ruin his life, and they managed to do it. So, good for them. 
they made a plan and they fell through. I mean, congratulations, I guess. Yeah, well done. But that that would be the closest thing to crazy fan stories I've heard. Although the other one is uh, uh, the CFL fans when what what was his name? Oh, Manny, the kicker for uh, he shit the bed on the last kick of the lost the Grey Cup, oh. and someone dumped a dump truck of manure on his front yard. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty shitty prank, but... Well, yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the groan from the crowd in the background. <laughs> that was so cheesy, it gave me... <laughs> that was the diabetes, diabetes. button funny. Um, so, yeah, we, we... I don't know, we don't have... I don't know why we don't get the crazy up here. You think we would, like, more people... I, I don't know why we don't. Canadians just don't give a shit enough. Although, we do have crazy Canadians. Like, we've got the best serial killers in the world. Ours are way more sadistic than anybody else. Well, yeah. Like we we're get... just, I think we're just that far extreme for the rest. Like, we, we won't do we won't do the crazy fan thing. No, but, but we'll, we'll decapitate someone you. on a Greyhound bus and eat their eyeballs. Yeah, like, that's, that's just awesome. That's... And then... And then trick the courts and get get away with it. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's Canadian crazy. That's why people don't fuck with us. <laughs> Man, the guy might even get charged. Don't get out in no time. Oh, fuck, yeah. I'm not fucking with a Canadian. <laughs> get out in no time and then go and live in the neighborhood where the victim's mother lives just so she can see him every day. <laughs> That's just special. <laughs> You know, it's funny, I messaged my uh, my girlfriend's daughter say just to see how university going for first year university, so I met her see how it's going and everything, and uh, we're just sort of chatting back and forth, I just said, you know, just so you know, if any guy ever fucks with you, let me know, I will deal with it. And she's like, really? You'll drive, like, all the way out here to my fucking school just to, like, oh, hell yeah. to, like, You'll go, to deal with somebody? I can like, see you oh, just yeah. totally recreating the scene from Uncle Buck. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the embarrassment part, I'm great at that. But oh yeah, I would drive. I drive a hundred fucking miles to to fuck with somebody if anybody fucked with her. And you do so sharpen like, knives, well, as exactly. like for I mean, fun. Yeah, that 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 that's my pleasure. <laughs> um, so she's like, so like if somebody like. Like, what if I just, like, wanted to get, like, a free burrito? Because this girl fucking loves burritos. Because what if I just want to get a free burrito? I'm like, look, you don't abuse the power. But if some guy offers you a burrito, dangles it in front of your face, and then doesn't give you one, give me a call. Because <laughs> <laughs> if anybody did that to me, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> you, we we got to get a Taco Bell endorsement here for you. Oh, I'd be so happy. One of these days. That'll be our first big sponsorship, Taco Bell. And they'll just pay us in tacos. I would not complain at all. I know. That. I know you wouldn't. I I would. You would, but I would. Not not a big fan of the Taco Bell. Although they're they're this they're the same group as Pizza Hut. I, I do like the Pizza Hut. Maybe we could work something out there. Absolutely. There's always there's always a give and take. And I love Pizza because they still have the best stuffed crust fucking pizza. I'm I don't like the stuffed crust. Neither do I. <laughs> fucking love it. I would stuff every crust I could. <laughs> well, then why don't you just get a pizzone? That's what that is. Pizzone? Yeah, but they yeah. they call it the pizzone. Oh, okay. The yeah, pizza. but the, but the pizzone's got like the sauce in it. I just I just want like a I, I love um 
I love mozzarella sticks. It's basically having a mozzarella stick with a fucking slice of beef attached to it. That's just amazing. Fair enough. <laughs> I always used to get mad at the shithead who was like, oh, the crust is the best part. No, it's not. If it was, you'd just order crust. Yeah, no. But I like crust. There's good but... crust. I actually just discovered there's a, there's a place, I'm going to give a plug. Uh, there's a place right in Fulham called uh, CIA Pizza is the name of it. Uh, they share the parking lot with them. And uh, after hearing a bunch of customers come in and talk about how good the pizza was, I fucking went in there. Uh, I tried their Sicilian crust. Oh, my God. It was, oh, was it stuffed? Oh, oh. Oh, I just made a mess all over my fucking pants right now. It was so good. Um, is that old school dough, like, like, uh, just tastes just like that fresh fucking bread taste. Oh my god, it was, it was really good. But still, it was all about the pizza itself. The bread's a nice bonus, but it's all about the pizza. Well, yeah, of course. It's, it can't be. If it, if the crust was the best part, you just order a plain crust. Yeah. You say, can I just grab a pizza pie? Or in in your case, uh, stuffed crust. Yeah. Disgusting. It gets it, it ends up all congealed and, and gross by the time you get to it. What are you talking about? Stuffed crust? No, oh, yeah. No, it does not. You're insane. What are you What are you leaving it sitting out in the fucking sun for a week before you're eating it? No. Usually. Fuck. See, this is why you're skinny, you dumbass. You don't know how to eat properly. <laughs> You, you get that shit in front of you, you wolf it down so you can't even taste it until you fucking belt, belt it out later. Right? Like, oh, that's what it tastes like. That was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> or you belt it out, you're like, Brarr. holy fuck, I ate that? That was nasty. But, you know, I didn't taste it the first time around. That is not how I eat. <laughs> I will teach you the way. Well, I see, I was a big fat fatty uh, when I was very young. And I didn't know how to uh, mitigate, so I just starved myself and and lost all the weight. And I think that affected me somehow. I've never had an appetite, really. Oh, I have a relentless appetite. Obviously, look at me. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're not a bad-looking guy. Um, hey, look, I'm gorgeous, but just, you know, neck up. Well, no, but like you're you're not out of you wouldn't call you out of shape. You're a bigger dude, but you're not like ungainly. You've never seen me with my fucking shirt off before. And um, we're gonna keep it that way. That's a rule. That's in our contract. Um, I I know, and that's a smart thing for you to do in your contract because I'm not pretty. <laughs> I always feel terrible for my fucking girlfriend. She's like, you gotta take your shirt off. I'm like, why? You like me? Why? Why do you want to ruin that? I, on the other hand, am still offering the two thousand dollar deal to anyone who wants to take it. Um, and the the window's closing. I guess I have to move it to Christmas now. Uh, for two thousand dollars, any tattoo you want goes across my chest, and I go topless till Christmas. Uh, corporate logo, sports team, whatever you want, as long as it's not um, uh, discriminatory against a certain group of people. I'll tattoo I it on my chest, and I'm topless for the winter. The who? <laughs> the Happy Dildo Company. Sure, absolutely, not a problem. <laughs> uh, anything for for two grand, or just a plane ticket to Toronto and uh, and a tank of gas for Gord to get us to Virginia. Uh, whatever that works out to be, probably about two grand. Yeah, because I need a lot more than one tank. Um, yeah, you want to make it back. It's an eight-hour <laughs> drive from from your house. Well, I can do that on the tank. That's no problem. 
I, uh, so I still got to get back. Actually, I think that was from Toronto. It was eight hours. I don't remember what I looked up. But anyway, point is, $2,000. I, I get tattooed across my chest, whatever you want. I have an artist standing by prepared to do the work. We will broadcast the tattooing live so you know it's uh, authentic. And then uh, I'm topless till Christmas. Tonight, it's a fuck. <laughs> it's going down to three degrees tonight. Oh yeah, well, it's it's not going to be pleasant. I'm just I'm willing to suffer for this for this uh, Christmas adventure I want to go on that was supposed to be a birthday adventure and then uh, Labor Day adventure and then Thanksgiving adventure. Yeah, I don't see Thanksgiving happening unless this tattoo uh, thing comes that. through. No, um, I'm not hitchhiking to Toronto in the winter. No. <laughs> no, no. I wouldn't even let you do that. Fuck that. I might cross country ski. That'd be kind of cool. Have you ever cross country ski before? Yeah, I have actually. And and you you enjoyed it? I I didn't mind it. I actually considered doing the biathlon when I was young. Because uh, it just seemed really cool to just me. Because you were young and stupid. That's true. And just it's, know it's so it's like such a very Canadian thing. Like we we ace it every time at the Olympics, and it, it's because you you ski and then you shoot. That's not a sport. Yeah. In, in most of Canada, that's still grocery shopping. I was gonna say that's just transportation. It's not <laughs> you, you ski and shoot. That's how people get dinner in like two thirds of our country. <laughs> they have to get out of their igloos. And they ski and Hop shoot. on their shoes, they ski, and they, they put their horseshoes on, and their horseshoes, their snowshoes. <laughs> um, that's a call I put out uh, to people, by the way, and I should fill you in on this. I, I've put an open call out to guests who want to be on the show, who are American guests who have an opinion of the uh, Canadian election coming up. Uh, I want to hear their take on it. And some Americans do have an opinion. Um, really? So I'm trying to get an American guest who wants to come on and discuss Canadian politics with us. Because it's just funny. Uh, so anyone, anyone who wants, yeah, it would be because even if, if they're stupid, it'll be funny, and if they actually know what they're talking about, it might be interesting to get that. I, I've never gotten really an American perspective on it. No, I, the only American perspective you get on anything Canadian is the fact that we live in fucking Italy, for Christ's sake, and we have pet moose. I uh, did you did you see the post by our friend Sarah, new friend of the show? No. Uh, she so, posted. What um, is she up to now? She posted. Uh, what the hell's her name? Sarah Taylor, uh, a new fan of the show who uh, right, makes some ridiculous claims on Facebook. Uh, last night she posted that uh, now that Justin Trudeau has been seen in blackface more than he's been seen out of blackface, uh, it's time that we all admit that he's uh, was born the, with the wrong skin. And we start to celebrate his uh, transracial identity. Shit, there's actually truth to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm starting to agree with this bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody slap me. It, or slap her, whatever. It's, he's not doing blackface to be offensive. It's because he was born with the wrong skin. It's tragic. <laughs> he doesn't oh, identify as God. a rich white kid. Uh, I just get the privileges of the white people. I identify as whatever color I feel like putting colors on my face. Exactly, and we should all be ashamed of ourselves. That's why in the new court system, if you're white, you're automatically guilty. 
They don't even do yeah. a trial anymore. And if you're of color, then you were mistreated as a child and you get off scot-free. It's, it's a new you law. Know, you know, I was, um, I, I was listening to a thing on, uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, I forgot to mention it on the show. Um, they were talking about like, the politics coming up and everything else. And they had on um, uh, these three uh, Native Americans or Native Canadians and um, they were, uh, they're after them, just a bunch of stuff about who they're going to be voting for and how the, the, their different groups and tribes are going to be voting and that sort of shit. And then they brought up the fucking blackface. And what do you think about it? And the, the first two were like, you know, oh, you know I was really disappointed, why, you know, and it's a bad thing, but at least he admitted it, yada, yada, yada. The last person just goes, yeah, we already know he's not racist, so he wasn't doing it to be racist, so move on. Yeah. I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, the media is Finally. making far more of a thing out of it than anyone uh, uh, of another race is. Yeah. And it's really a non-issue, and especially and for natives. Seem to have the most opinion about this, which is funny because he didn't dress as a native. No, not yet. Not yet. He hasn't, he hasn't hit that one yet. But I mean, give him another fuck. Maybe this Halloween. Um, actually, I do have a picture of him with a native headdress on. <laughs> well, just a headdress. He doesn't have the. He just didn't like do the brown skin. No, he didn't do the skin. He did the. He did the war paint, though. I think it was for the Olympic. It was either the Olympics or the Calgary Stampede, one or the other. Um, but <laughs> I, I see. I'm really on the fence. This is gonna uh, get some people pissed at me and whatever. Um, the native uh, First Nations people of Canada, they don't recognize our government as their government. Uh, that's why we they have a separate police force. The RCMP has no jurisdiction on the reservation. They don't accept our, our government as theirs. I don't feel they should get to vote for them then. Just my opinion. We don't get to vote in their elections. We, they, if, you're, if you want to be self-governing, then you don't get to choose our government. No, I fully agree with you. I think you're absolutely right. I, it, again, if, if you want the whole you know, segregation from the rest of society and your own separate set of laws and everything else, then you're not part of... You don't get to be a part of the voting process. Exactly. You don't get it both ways. Yeah. But that's just... They're, they're like the French-Canadian. They want it every way they can fucking take it. Well, the French that's don't want independence. They keep They have the goddamn referendum every 10 years, and they all vote no... And then you get these governments who pretend they want it, but they don't, because they want they want well they want something that they'll end up like the European Union, and it'll be a fucking disaster. And then they'll try to exit, and it'll be just as bad as that example is right now. Yeah, and that is a terrible fucking thing that's going on with that shit. Well, that's colonialism at its best. I mean, that's and that's the example we we have to follow is what they've done with with Scotland and Ireland. Uh, 200 years before we did it with Quebec and now we're seeing the aftermath and what we can look forward to one day uh, so that's pay attention to Brexit it's actually um, just a good glimpse into what we're going to go through with these people yep absolutely terrifyingly true and I fully say an, an Eric and Gord government will give Quebec independence whether they want it or not I'm <laughs> sick of the conversation I throw up an iron curtain like Berlin Wall style. You guys are independent now. Have fun. <laughs> See ya. Bye.
fuckers. You, you don't get our money, no more equalization payments, and our trade routes are closed. Sorry. That's it. Simple. And my immigration policy is going to be incredibly strict. Well, the thing is, is all you gotta do is just put the immigration policy that's technically in place, because um, it is still technically in place. Like, if you want to come into the country fully and legally and apply to come in as a full member of society, you still have to have $30,000 in the bank. You have to have this. You've got to have credentials. You've got to have this. You have to have a job lined up. Right. All that stuff is still in place. It's just being completely and utterly ignored so that they can bring in whoever the fuck they want, whenever the fuck they want, for whatever fucking reason they want. Well, in all fairness, the the 48,000 Syrians that Justin Trudeau cleared and had been, they, most of those were cleared by the Harper government. They were already vetted and prepared to be let in. So Trudeau actually really did nothing. Um, shocking. Which is also the same for that, uh, was it, that Omar Qadar fucking oh, Jesus. jerk off. Because that was initially all done and approved through Harper. Twice as much as the Kinder Morgan pipeline we paid for that guy. Yeah. No, that's not true. But. And uh, the worst thing that, I, that really set me off with that thing was that uh, was the CBC fucking radio or CBC TV on the, the CBC talk show that they did. They actually had that jerk off come out and come on the show and they gave him a standing ovation. Yeah. For what? He killed Americans. Yeah. He's a fucking so that's terrorist. That's worth a standing ovation. He, uh... <laughs> I might disagree with you there. <laughs> he, the, the man threw a grenade at our allies in, yeah. as an Afghani fighter. And then when he got captured for being a fucking terrorist, all of a sudden he was Canadian again. Yeah. It's... And then we paid $10 million to get him back. This is a, our government who doesn't negotiate... We still have two people rotting in China that you and I have been babbling about for a year and a half now. No one ever talks about them anymore. Where's their $10 million bailout? They didn't even yeah, do anything yeah. wrong. No, nothing. And they're still rotting away. Being tortured every day. Just for being Canadian. And that drug dealer, uh, he's still he's still kicking around over there. Well, he's... Yeah, so that was, uh, I don't have, he was the first. He was the first of the Canadians to get uh, detained, and I took uh, I took his side. I didn't realize he had been convicted of drug dealing three times. Like, that's you kind of don't get my sympathy after that. No, no, <laughs> no. There's, fuck that guy. No, he he can fucking rot. I I got yeah. sympathy. But the other two, why is this still going on? Like this Meng Wangzhou, uh, whatever, Meng Wangzhou, I can never pronounce her name right, the Huawei lady, she's just up, had another court appearance this week. Uh, she's still suffering the horrible torment of being under house arrest in her $50 million Shaughnessy mansion in Vancouver uh, as we detain her for the Americans, who don't seem particularly interested in her anymore anyway. Yeah, I've never understood that. Like, when, when a country tells you to arrest somebody, you think that that shit would be filed within, like, a week. Well, but, it was in response to a trade war with China that China's not backing down on. Trump assumed if we captured Huawei Lady, he could use that as a as uh, ace up his sleeve in this trade war, and she wasn't. They, China doesn't give a crap. 
yeah, the, but the I company mean, is no. still the company is still That's succeeding. She's in Canada. Well, yeah, and she's in her house. Like she's she's not in a prison. She's not being tortured. She's in her. No. She moved from an eight million dollar mansion to a fifteen million dollar mansion while she was in custody. And she, you know, that the company is still doing wildly successfully. Um, there, there's coming up third in the cell phone battles. Like Huawei's, their their new uh, P30 is amazing. And I don't know if you've seen, by the way, the the new pictures that was that's been uh, floating around. Uh, it's been showing the guys who are setting up the uh, the towers for the for their five G. Yeah. And they're in full hazmat suits. Oh, definitely. Full hazmat suits, and you want to broadcast that shit in every fucking city? Are you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, at at this point, if we don't know cell towers are bad for us, uh, we we should all be. Vaping with asbestos. Fuck off. Uh, like. Is that a vapor in the room? Yeah. It's like douche flu now and then, yeah. Do Do we need uh, do we do we gotta get Aaron Brockovich on the case or something like to convince <laughs> like we sh- we should know by now cell phone towers are bad and they probably give you. <laughs> I love that button. Um, like, come on. It, Oh, people bugged me. Of course they're wearing hazmat suits. That's so they don't die from the radiation. Um, <laughs> cell phones are bad. Like, I've watched, like, I've seen them set up cell phone towers here. They are not in full hazmat suits. Well, no. So, what the, if, if you got to wear a full hazmat, like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, well, what does it matter with this planet? Keep in mind, with uh, WorkSafe BC rules... Uh, you know, you you have to uh, wear a safety harness if you're going to jump rope. It, you yeah, know. but that's in China. That's not here. That was in China. Well, in China, they wear hazmat suits for everything. These are the people that wear sun visors in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. It rains true. 352 days a year. <laughs> and they're wearing sun visors. And those hazmat suits in China, that's just so you can breathe well. <laughs> That's the one thing I never understood about living in BC is when you see the, the Chinese people walking around with the fucking face mask. You're in BC. There is zero pollution there. Like, yeah, what no, the they, uh, fuck is the matter with you? They wear the mask and then the visor over it, and and that's why they all look 14 when they're 75 years old. That's true. Yeah, that is, that, that's probably true. Except for the like the ones there, the Chinese are amazing at that. They they either look fourteen for their entire lives, or they look about one hundred and twelve when yeah. they're about thirty, <laughs> and they shrink as they get older. There's like a lot of my neighborhood is just twelve inch people with masks <laughs> running around. It's they're like oompa loompas, but scarier. They don't, and they wouldn't in front of us anyway. They always have like these elaborate parades and shit, but they block off Chinatown and they don't let anybody in, so you never know what's going on. But there's every week there's some celebration, and Chinese New Year lasts for like uh, eleven and a half months or something. That's why they call it the New Year because it lasts for the whole fucking year. Yeah, pretty much. A week off, and then they start the next one. And I tell you, it's funny, right? The one block off Hastings Street and chasing the dragon takes a whole new meeting. It's just people in dragon suits running down the street all fucking year. 
You know, speaking of China, by the way, I heard uh, a very interesting broadcast this morning on my way into work uh, talking about uh, fentanyl. Ooh. And uh, the interesting thing about it is that, um, uh, obviously, I mean, like everybody pretty much knows this, but the vast majority of the fentanyl that's hitting all the streets in uh, Canada and the U.S., uh, Mexico, uh, all basically anywhere north of South America, uh, is all coming from China. Yes. Uh, they've got these just factories and factories of factories of people that are making uh, fentanyl. And it's not an illegal substance in China. Oh, and actually it is. Oh, it, is, it is illegal, and not only is it illegal, but they've actually have gone even farther. What they've actually banned, like what they'll do is they try to turn around and they've actually banned, I think there's a list of like nine different variations of fentanyl that are banned in China, and all these chemists are doing is just changing one molecule structure out of it, and now it's not under that ban anymore. Way to go, CRISPR. So they're, they're literally doing this, and this uh, reporter um, had uh, contacted um, a, uh, a drug company in China uh, that makes illegal fentanyl, and he posed as, he, he met them through the dark web, and he posed as a drug dealer, and he ended up actually getting flown out there to actually go to their headquarters to check out how it's all being made. Oh, that's fantastic. And it's to the point where the guy's like, yeah, he goes literally three fucking weeks ago, he goes, the guy sent me a fucking, uh, a little birthday cake emoji that wished me a happy birthday. Wow. They still don't know who the fuck I am. That is customer service. 